0: welcome to the destiny church and throne podcast we pray this stirs you into a deeper relationship with jesus and equips you to live a heaven on earth lifestyle daily enjoy Taking the land like ownership and uh and then the lord kind of gave an interpretation of that when he was speaking over some of the youth kids like what does that mean and stuff and it's just cool because that's kind of something similar i really did speak over the youth in our group it was like hey just Whatever God has for you, you know, take the ownership, like, you know, take it over, you know, the land, all this stuff. But, anyway, that was pretty cool, though. I do feel that word. But anyway, uh, God's good. <clears throat> I feel really tired, crazy right now, like, way to the Lord on me. <laughs> but, uh, man, <clears throat> if anything, man, just to encourage y'all real quick, just something simple that's been on my heart, I think. I just, it's just communion daily. <laughs> it really is just something that's been on my heart daily. It's just getting daily communion with Jesus, making the time for him. Uh, I already said this before, and I say it again. If you ever read the story of the Last Supper, you know we all know that story, right? Last Supper, Communion, you know, and uh, it's the time right before Jesus. Literally, it was his Last Supper <laughs> he was going to die. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> I always say this because Jesus told his disciples to go and prepare that place for him. It wasn't that Jesus said, "Hey, let me clear it out for you. Let me clean this room out for you, and we're going to go have the Last Supper here." He told his disciples. You go prepare the place for me to have this communion with you. And I just want to encourage y'all with this real quick. It's just simple. Like, literally, let's let's go and prepare a place in our house, whatever. Let's be intentional now with spending time with Jesus. We have to be intentional with it. We have to, in our hearts, it's simple to say, hey, this is what I want to do, and I'm going to go prepare a place for Jesus. <clears throat> I'm going to go prepare a place so me and Jesus can be one-on-one right now. Family, if you have a family, Go prepare a place for your family. We're talking about the kids with your kids. Go prepare a place. Uh, baby Emma, uh, my daughter, my two-year-old daughter, it's funny. Now when she sees crackers, she just says, body? Body? It's, it's adorable. Even though it's childlike faith, but still, though, like we're talking about, go prepare a place with whatever, whoever you have, family or yourself, to be with Jesus because that's what he wants. He wants us to be with him. He wants to live in day. Like I always say, too, communion made Jesus tangible communion, it's his his blood, it's his body, but uh, some of the verses real quick to read, it's pretty cool, just something that I feel right now, It's, uh (laughs) it's at the table of communion where you see your past become a testimony, it's where you see that past that you once had become a testimony for others to hear, but also for yourself, you know. We all know the word of the accuser, right? He sits, he sits at the feet, literally sits at God and, and accuses us day and night. The Bible says that. But it's literally at that place of communion where literally your past becomes your testimony. So remember that. It's at this place when you're daily communion with Jesus where literally you're reminded, wait, my past now is either for somebody else to hear or just simply for you to encourage yourself. This isn't who I once was. So if you had a rough past, it's when you start sitting at that place of fellowship with Jesus. When you start reminding yourself, this isn't who I am anymore. This isn't who I am, and this is what Jesus has for me. And that's the place you get to grow your identity at. One of the things, real quick, I, w- I want to share there more and more. It's just it's thankfulness. I've been, like I said, I've been studying communion. There's so much uh, that I, there's so much there. But one of the things that I've been seeing about in, in communion is this: is Jesus. It says in 1 Corinthians 11, 23 through twenty five. It says this, for I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. This is Paul talking. This is what he says right here. He's talking about the Last Supper. Here it says, On the night when Jesus was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some of the bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it into peace and said, This is my body, which I give to you. Do this in remembrance. Of me, he does the exact same thing for the cup. This is my blood. I give thanks. I love that because literally when you see this, Thanksgiving, literally I always say this a lot, Thanksgiving is literally coming into partnership, what Jesus has done for you. I truly believe we can't truly come into what communion has for us if we don't do it with Thanksgiving. Because what are we doing? If I came up to Justin over here and I was like, hey, bro, thank you. We always say he probably randomly, if I did that, he'd be like, what do you mean? Thanks for what? You know these things like thanks for more, Because when you thank in someone, that means they did something for you, <clears throat> and that's what Jesus was saying. He gave thanks for this because I truly believe when we're taking daily communion, it's daily the blood of Jesus and the body. <clears throat> when we're taking daily communion, if we do not come in with thanksgiving, I truly believe sometimes we cannot truly once again come into that come into that partnership of what the cross has done for us, and that's truly being free of what we said this morning. being free being set free you know all these different things i truly believe when we come into communion daily like i said it's not a ritual we do it's not something christians do just to do it We got to stop looking at communion as something common it's literally when we do this we're coming into an agreement with what jesus did on the cross by giving him thanksgiving by being thankful for what he did for us on the cross so as we keep doing that more and more that's what happens but uh Anyway, then I actually read this verse uh, this morning, Psalms 50, 23. It says, he who offers a sacrifice to thanksgiving honors me. And like I said, I just, once again, it's that sacrifice to thanksgiving. It's that sacrifice. And what do I mean by sacrifice? It literally says, I love it. I love how the Bible does this. Jesus, it says, Paul was saying, Jesus gave thanks when he knew he was being betrayed. <laughs> Come on. Jesus gave thanks when he said, I'm going to be betrayed tonight. And then it says he gave thanks. That's a sacrifice of thanksgiving. How many of us today in the body will get upset someone betrayed me? Or maybe right now you are. Maybe you have some unforgiveness towards somebody. Maybe there's something, you know, this person offended me. Or this person, you know, this and that spoke this over me or over my family. Jesus said the night he was betrayed, he gave thanks. And I truly believe more and more as we start giving those sacrifices of Thanksgiving daily, those sacrifices of coming into agreement with that communion of Thanksgiving, and once again, we're honoring him. But at the same time, you're you're not going to partner with the betrayal. You're going to partner with what Jesus has done for you on the cross. And that's just some simple stuff, you know, more and more. But I, I truly want to encourage us to take communion daily to go be intentional about it. Whatever you don't have to have, you know, the, the virtue, you have to have perfect things, whatever. It's about, like I said, go get a cracker, crack maybe get apple juice, whatever whatever it is, water, whatever it could be. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It's the faith behind it. It's the belief and the faith that you have of truly understanding what it is. But like I said, be thankful and do it in remembrance of Jesus. Because I truly believe God is bringing us in this place that he wants us to be set free daily. He wants us to walk in this freedom daily. He really does. He's not just, like I said, coming for a Sunday morning saying, yeah, I felt good. I left this place here. But even on a Monday morning, on a Monday afternoon, on a Monday evening, on a Tuesday morning, on a Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday evening, for the rest of your life, he's wanting us to partner with what he did on the cross daily. And not just for us. I want to share a testimony. I've been sharing this because happened recently. I was at the gas station. This gas station by my house, Exxon, over there by the DPS office. It's amazing. Like, I always say this, but like for for the people that work that have gotten saved, they got wrecked by Jesus. It's crazy. I always say this because like when they get saved, they like leave. Like I come back to the store, I get their number, and they're like, oh, man, I I moved to Lumberton. I moved to Louisiana now. I'm actually, I'm gone. It's like, well, God, okay, perfect timing. But anyway, this person is talking about communion and living that life not just for yourself but having set people free everywhere you go. There was a guy there. I gave him a word about two weeks ago now, and I gave him a word about restoration. You know, we're in the store. And he's like, Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, thanks. And people started coming in, customers. And I, know, I was like, Well, I mean, that's near my heart. I was like, He's busy. I got to go. <laughs> and uh, as this guy was walking, I was like, Oh, Lord, you know, I plant that seed, restoration. Because I really felt in my heart, like this man really needed this. And so I was like, I plant that seed, Lord, restoration, you know, let him know. And I, I go back, and this was like last Sunday now. I come back, I'm pumping gas there. He walks out of the store. And he tells me, he's like, man, like, that word you gave me was spot on. Like, I really needed that word. And just right when he said that, he started opening up. I was like, man, let's just pray right now. Let's just invite Jesus right now. And we started praying. It was so amazing. Like, some other words came out uh, before him just about some different things in life and some things he was going through family-wise, some past issues. Anyway, at the end, he accepts Jesus. But it's beautiful because he was telling me, he's like, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been hating God. It's like, I've been hating him. He's like, I'm not going to lie. He's like, man, like, this past issues that I have. He's like, so-and-so passed away in my family. Uh, this happened in my life. You know, this person left me, or this person out of my life. He's like, right now, my we're just struggling. And he literally says, like, man, I've been hating on God. And then he just told me that moment, though, after these words of encouragement, after these words of truly revealing who Jesus is, the communion, right, what he did for him, the cross. Literally, he ends up telling me, he's like, dude, but I know Jesus has never stopped loving me. He's like, even though he's like saying all these things, but dude, this guy was just getting wrecked. He was just getting touched. And it's just simple thing. He was just telling me, he's like, but I know that Jesus loves me. I know God doesn't hate me. Man, I, there's all these different things, man. It was, it was beautiful. But I share these testimonies simple because that's literally when you live a life of freedom like this. You live a life of daily commuting with Jesus. Yourself isn't just set free, but you literally start walking around setting that table for other people to encounter Jesus. I've been, we sing all about being satisfied, you know, the bread of Jesus. Jesus talks about it. He literally says As he broke bread. Whenever He says he broke bread and their eyes were open uh, during the table. Let me go back and read that real quick. I really feel that. But uh, it's in, uh, <clears throat> it's right here. It's in Luke 24, 30, says, 30 through 30. Says, As they sat down to eat, he took the bread and blessed it. Then he broke it and gave it to them. And then suddenly their eyes were open and they recognized him. And that's what happens. Yes, we will encounter Jesus, but this man's eyes were truly open to the nature of Jesus for him. He probably thought the whole time, and since I hate God, guess what? God hates me. Guess what? He probably doesn't care about me since I'm mad at him. But once again, he partaked in the bread. He literally got a taste of that bread, and his eyes were truly open, and he recognized him. He didn't say anything about me. He wasn't like, oh, man, you're you're good. Yeah, he kept saying, Jesus loves me. I know now that man, like, there's no way you could have, it's Jesus. It's Jesus. I'm telling you, when you leave this place, commune with Jesus for the sake of, yes, knowing what he's done for you. But I'm telling you, people are going to eat the bread of the fruit of your life. And they're going, their eyes are going to be open and they're going to recognize Jesus. Because this is what communion is about. It's about daily fellowship with Jesus and coming into an agreement of what he's done for us. It's the cross. It's the simple gospel. <laughs> it's the cross. It's the sacrifice Jesus did for us. And if that ever becomes common to us, we're, we're in trouble. <laughs> if that becomes common to us, I'm telling you, like you would see your life just literally spiral out of control, whatever it could be. You see your life uh, being frustrated. You just see the fruits of the flesh in your life when you truly forget the cross and you allow the cross to become common. Like seriously, can we not allow the cross to become common? Don't allow it to become common in your life. Take communion daily. Like you said, they prepared the place. It isn't just going to happen for you. You have to set time aside. You have to say, you know what, we're going to do this. As a family, if you have a family, I said, we're going to do this. And we're going to believe what Jesus said. We're going to believe this is the blood that was spilled for my sins, for my healing. But this is also the body that was broken for me. Anyway, thank you, Jesus. Just simple, just encouragement to equip you. But anyway, I just let's just pray. Father, we thank you. You're amazing, you're good. <laughs> I just pray, God, once again, we don't allow these things to become to become common in our life. We don't allow these things across, Father. I just pray we take daily communion with you, Father. We daily take communion, Jesus, of always doing it in remembrance of what your blood did for us, the healing that's brought for us, physical healing, physical healing in your body. Uh, emotional healing, all the lies, all these different things, the the uh, the freedom, uh, the healing of any guilt, the healing of any shame, the healing of any rejection. That is what the blood of Jesus has done for us, God. So I just pray we would do it in Thanksgiving so we can come into just partnership with it and partner and come into covenant in what you did. I just pray as we do this also, Father, the body we we'll just be satisfied by you, Jesus. We truly will be satisfied by the bread, Lord. As we start partaking in the bread, eating of your body, we will be satisfied with you, Jesus. We will be satisfied. Nothing else is going to satisfy us. Not a job, not another, not another person, not money, not substance, not any drug or anything like that, Lord. You're going to satisfy us, Jesus, as we daily take communion with you on a daily basis, Father. As we go out of our way to commune with you and to remember what you did on the cross, we're going to remember that you're bread, the body. We're going to remember that you satisfy us. Nothing else will do. And as we partake that bread, Father, we're going to daily encounter you. We're going to daily encounter you, Jesus. We want our eyes to be open more and more. We just want to grow with you. <laughs> we want to grow with you, Jesus. We don't want to become some perfect, perfect, whatever, perfect minister. We just want to grow with you, Jesus. And we want to know you more and more. We thank you in Jesus' name, amen. But seriously, like I said, we're just going to, you know, you hook like someone's neck, but at the same time, like I'm saying, as you lead this place, don't let Jesus become common. Set a place, I'm telling you, go prepare a place. Think about it right now. Say, man, where can we do this? Kitchen table, my bedroom, whatever it is, where can I take this? Be excited. Let's have, let, let have that joy of saying, dude, I can't wait to do this. Come on, can we be like that? Let's have joy. So, anyway, you know, we just thank you. Yeah, I love you all. <laughs>